Hello and welcome back to Betting Weekly WTA Show. It's me, Nigel Seeley. I'm joined by our inform WTA Andy Kappa. It is Rory Jawani. Rory, I don't want to get too carried away, but we started with a winner last season. It went a bit downhill. But anyway, before we do that, <laughs> congratulations. A two-point, you two-unit bet straight away to start off the year in Auckland. Corey Goff does the business. Lovely. It doesn't matter what the price is, as long as it cashes and it's value. Plus 130, she won it in first gear until oh, the final, obviously. But the final was a bit sticky. But as, as I said last week, I thought she was going to be odds on when they priced it up. So anything odds against was good and plus 130 was was value. And she cruised through to the final. Yeah, it was a little bit tricky against Alina Svitolina. Actually, in both tournaments, the bookies got it spot on. The top two in the market in both tournaments reached the final. Uh, we didn't get a result in uh, Brisbane. Uh, Elena Rybakina was in fantastic form um Sabalenka just well the final Rybakina was lights out she was absolutely incredible first set she won the first eight games uh, and then she was broken her serve as we've spoken about before her serve when it's working is just phenomenal um and it was working and she's had that time off she had lots of niggling injuries last year never really got a clear run um but this season she's hit the ground running she has, and so have we. I don't know if it's... I, I can't yes. see the graphics, so it's going to be here, there, <laughs> or there, wherever it is. A little figure up there. Plus one, uh, 60, plus 1. 1.6 units first week. We'd take that every week, wouldn't we? That'd yeah, be, exactly. That would take that to the bank every single week. <laughs> um, obviously, we, we just spoke there. Corey Goff obviously winning in convincing style and Rebecca, obviously, the headline news. And we're going to come on to the Australian Open at the end of the show, give you some outright prices for bet rivers. But um, you, we did say it there, and it was the same in the men's draw. The top two seeds <clears throat> in three of the four tournaments last week made the final. So 1v2, 1v2 in three finals. And also we had the number one seed in all four finals last week basically made the final. And we highlighted it last week on the show is how important it is to get out the blocks quickly with the short turnaround for the Australian Open. And we saw last week the favourites, favourite bettors got the money, didn't they? Yep, absolutely. And, you know, this week is very different because it's the last week before a slam. So, you know, your players like Yuri Batten, even Sabalenka, even though she lost in the final, she's got her practice in. United Cup, Iga Świątek in fantastic form as Poland were beaten in the final by Germany, um, which was a bit of a surprise. But um, Świątek didn't lose a... I don't think she lost a set a week uh, in the United Cup. Or maybe she lost to Caroline Garcia. She lost I to think Garcia. she lost one set. Um, yeah, to Garcia. I looked, I looked that, that was earlier. it. Because yeah, um, obviously Rybakina was sensational in her performance. And I looked at the comparison yeah. between the two. Yeah, so... And, it, you know, we, we're going to look at the Australian open market later. It, it does feel like there are four players in the women's game who are just that bit clearer yeah. than the rest at the moment. Um, maybe, as I said before, maybe Naomi Osaka will join them. Um, she went out to Karolina Pliskova in Brisbane. Um, Pliskova, who's won the tournament three times, loves it here, loves it in Brisbane. Uh, only just lost out to Ostapenko in the third round, despite serving 18 aces. Um, Brisbane's fast. We know that we're going to have more of the same at Adelaide. Hobart is a bit different. Let's move on to Adelaide. And looking at the previous winners, you say in your statement there, when you're intro, that it's the week before the major and you might want to be a little bit easy. But, you know, it's probably not so much look for the favourites the week before a major. I can certainly see that at Wimbledon, certainly see that at the US Open. 
But the list of previous winners is pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, Benchich won it last year. Obviously, she didn't go on to bigger and better things. But Ash Barty's won it twice in the last four years. Igor Sviontek is a winner here. So fancy players have done very well here. And the number one seed is Rabakina. Before we go on about Rabakina and talk about the tournament as a whole, break down the draw, you said it's going to be a similar condition to last week. Um, what, do you, what are you thinking now? That it's going to be quick, isn't it? It's going to be fast. It's going to be quite quick here. The men's tournament is, is pretty is pretty quick as well, from what I've seen already to, uh, in the early stages. We've had a round already. Um, what do you what do you make of the conditions? Well, so this was Adelaide two last year. Obviously, yep. last year Adelaide one was replaced by Brisbane. Statistically, the quickest court conditions of twenty twenty three, with the exception of the grass of Berlin. It was a bit windy today, and only I say only <laughs> to us freezing over here, but it's, it was only twenty two degrees Celsius. So low 70s Fahrenheit. It's going to get warmer during the week, um, up into the 30s Celsius. So low 90s Fahrenheit. It's only going to get quicker as the tournament progresses. It was quick enough today. It really was. I mean, I watched um, quite a bit of Paola Badosa. Uh, she lost actually to Bernarda Perry. It was Badosa's first match since Wimbledon. She's had a stress fracture of her back. And um, it's quick. There's, there's no two ways about it. And uh, Badosa was playing well, but she she just ran out of ran out of gas in the third set. I mean, it was funny. I was watching it, and she was three two down, and you could see sorry she was three two up, and she was you know she was gassed. She was gassed, and and I think Pera won the next four games to take the match. Um, it's it's going to be quick. It's going to get quicker. Um, Badosa, I think, served six or seven aces today, and she's not known as a particularly strong server. Pera, who it's quite good on slower surfaces. She she was very attacking today, and you have to be aggressive because it's so quick. There are not many long rallies to be had in Adelaide. It's you know you get a big serve in, and then you follow up. Um, you're looking at three, four, five shot rallies almost at a maximum. It's probably certainly the quickest conditions they're going to encounter for a long time. So that's going to help Rebecca, but surprisingly, the number one seed is in favour. Just one thing I want to pick you up on there. You said it's um, not like the conditions here. Rory's actually in Madrid, where it is actually all right. The weather's all right. Rory's sitting there, the little jumper on. Like, he's got three layers on him there. He's in Madrid yeah. in Spain. So I'm just looking at my window here, and I'm watching the snow falling <laughs> down here. Absolutely. If I could turn the camera and show you the snow, <laughs> it is absolutely... Is it really? Yeah. And it's, and it's settling. It's going to be quite bad snow. So... Very different conditions from where I am in Kent <laughs> to head to what we're going to see in Adelaide. Uh, let's have a look at the draw. Uh, Rebecca, like I said, is the number one seed. She's not the tournament favourite, which does surprise me, really. It actually does really surprise me because I know it's a week before a major, but the way that she played last week, not dropping a set, but the manner of the win, six love, six ones, lots of sets, six ones, six love, blitz in Sabalenka, her confidence must be sky high. And you can't even say she's going to be exhausted because she <laughs> breathes through some of these matches in 35, 40 minutes. So... I'm I'm quite surprised that she's not the favourite. The favourite is the number two seed, Jess Pegler, who's in the bottom half of the draw. In the top half of the draw, uh, if it goes to the seedings, Rebecca will play Kudometova. Uh, Von Drusova, the Wimbledon champion, will play Ostapenka. And that's probably why she isn't the favourite, because it is much more difficult in that top half. In the bottom half, Samsonova, the inconsistent Samsonova, is due to play Kazakina or Kalinskaya, because uh, Kalinskaya beat Krajikova. Uh, this morning. Uh, and then we have uh, another unseeded player, Pavlichenkova, who beat Haddad Mayer. She looks like she could play, or probably possibly Karina Pliskova will play Jess Pegula. So you can see why Pegula is the favourite given the draw. But on those conditions, 
I, I don't care if it's a week before major. You've got to fancy Rebecca. I'd like to have a match bet Rebecca that go further than just Pegula. Uh, but let's have a look at the outright markets currently available with Bet Rivers. Now head to the Bet Rivers website. As I said, this tournament started uh, today, Monday. We're filming this on uh, sorry, yes, yeah, started Monday overnight on on Sunday. Um, and we're filming it now, but the prices are live on Bet Rivers. So if you head that, the match doesn't start till 6 30 uh, p.m. Eastern time today on Monday. So you've got plenty of time to watch this podcast and head across to place your outright picks or future future picks. So Jess Pegula in that bottom half, the number two seed, she's plus 225. Rebecca, the number one seed, is plus 240. Von Drusova, Wimbledon champion, a uh, potential semi finalist for Rebecca, and she's plus 550. Could a metaphor quarter finalist for Rebekini? So you can see. Four of the three of the top four in the betting are in that top half. She's plus 850. Samsonova, uh, 850. Ostapenka, also in the top half, is $10. Caroline Garcia, who is in the bottom half, the top half of the draw as well, she's 1200, which is a loaded section. Kazakina, 1400. Alina Kanskaya, 1400. Pliskova, 22. And it's 33 to 1 after that. You can see the other players on the graphic that we have displayed here. Um, top of the market, Pekida Ribikina. I mean, I know it's an easier draw for Jess Pegula, but surely what she did last week, Rebecca has got to be the favourite here, surely. I mean, I, it's it's been a bit of a reaction. I'm really surprised. I'm, I'm the same as you. We're very surprised to see Pegula favourite. It's because she was a slight outside. I think Rebecca was 240 and uh, Pegula was 250 last night. Since they've played, obviously you've had a couple of, you know, um, seeds go out so had Ajmaya went out she would have played Pagula I think in the quarters yep. um, Krajikova was the big one wasn't it in that bottom half she, and, and Krajikova as well yep. though Krajikova hadn't played all season so first match of the season so it's been a it's a reaction to that they think Pagula's got an easier path I, I don't get that to be honest I mean as you said Rebakina is so impressive last week there are I'm not falling over myself to back eyes with them with Rebakina I know she won so easily last week, so impressive, but no, it is the last week for a slam. I'm I'm wondering if she's going to be fully tuned up. She has had niggling injuries in the past, and that makes me just worry about her. I just think any slight niggle, I think she she'll pull out, you know, the week before the Australian Open. I think if there's anything like that, she she'll pull out. She doesn't need to play this tournament. We also know how hard it is to win back-to-back tournaments on mm. the tour. I mean, you know, it, it, it's not easy, even if she wasn't stretched last week. Um, I mean, all she has to do really is get her first service and she'll probably win this tournament. But, you know, it's easier said than done. Um, so that's why I wouldn't want to back Rebecca. You know, with Pegula, she's just not been in great form. She lost to Katie Bolter in the United Cup. She only just beat Ajla Tomljanovic uh, in the same tournament. Um I don't think she looks all that convincing. I, I I couldn't have her at that price at all. She is good in quick conditions. That will favour her. But she's going to face players who really relish fast courts as well. Um, Pavlyuchenkova looked very impressive against Adajmaya to get through. Uh, Pliskova, always to be feared in quick conditions with her serve. Samsonova, okay, she's much better than she showed last week against Mira Andreva. But if she can get going, you know, she could have a decent run. So, you know, Rebecca should be favourite in my eyes. I don't want the backer just because it's a last week for a slam. Just a little bit worried that she's not going to be going all out for this one. She's got bigger things to come. 
He's a tough draw, though, for Israel. Uh, Kudametsova, Vondrusova, and then potentially Pegula before she wins the tournament. So uh, the, the advice for Rebecca is watch her, watch her attitude and watch her mindset and see how she plays in, in a match against Buxa to see if she's really up for this or not. But uh, I think on the, on the conditions, and if it was the first week of the tournament, the first week of the season, um, Rebecca would be the favourite because it's what she did last week and she's a week before she, people, I can understand the logic of fading her. Um, so that's really sort of leading contenders. And, and you've gone for someone here a little bit further down the betting list to win this. And I'm quite surprised, really, actually, to be fair, because I think she's got a very, very tough bracket. And I'm quite interested to hear your uh, reasoning behind this. So who is your pick in Adelaide? Well, it's only a small... I'm, I'm keeping the stakes small, as I say, last week for a slab. It's a very open tournament. I just think Carolyn Garcia might be a touch of value. here. She was plus 1,600 yesterday. Um, she's plus 1,200 today without playing a match because of the seeds that have gone out, as we said, um, and the tournament getting a little bit easier on paper. She wasn't brilliant in the United Cup. She was the only player to take a set off in Gishviontek in that event. Funny enough, before that, she was also the last player to take a set off in Gishviontek um, in Beijing in October. Uh, the poll is now on a 16-match winning streak, which is pretty incredible. Garcia is one of the best, if not the best servers on, on tour. Um, she has been for the last year or two. Conditions get quicker as the week goes on. I mean, she's got an easy opener against Taylor Preston, the young Australian. Then she faces the winner of Yelena Ostapenko and, and Serana Castilla. That won't be easy. But after that, I just think conditions swing heavily on, in her favour. And if there are any other, any sort of question marks over the sort of big names, as we've mentioned, Rebecca and Pegula, she could be the one to profit. I mean, of the other contenders, Vondrusheva hasn't shown a great deal so far. We've lost Hadaj Maya, we've lost Krajikova. Pavlyuchenkova could go well at a price. Kalin Sky is a good player in quick conditions. She's She knocked out Krajikova. Um, Kudametov is interesting, but she's in Rebecca's quarter. Um and she hasn't won once uh, against Rebecca in three attempts. Um, yesterday, Garcia was twice the price of Kudometova. So that was my logic. So, you know, I was sort of basing it when she was priced at plus 1,600. At plus 1,200, I think she's still just about worth a bet. So it, it looks a tough tournament to pick the winner from, unless, see, if, if, if Rebecca goes out all guns blazing, she wins this. No question. My 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 doubt would be whether she's going to be f fully tuned up for this. So I'm going to have just have a half point each way bet on, on Garcia. Said her her serve is so good when it's working. As the week goes on, it should get better. And yeah, she hasn't got the easiest easiest bracket, but I think she could outrun her odds. So a half unit pick there on Garcia in Adelaide. Remember, the market will be suspended at 6.30pm this evening on the Bet Rivers website, so make sure you head across there and take the price on the French girl when you can. She's 12-1. to 1. She should get through her first match, and then it will set up potentially a very interesting trading match in round two against Ostapenko. I mean, that, <laughs> that is too flaky of two tennis players you've never seen in your life. Whoever play, gets betting on minus, that will be minus twenty dollars. You want to oppose them, fade them every <laughs> opportunity you can. That could go on forever. It might, the, the Australian <laughs> Open might be started when that one's. <laughs> that, that, the, the, I always love Garcia. I think Garcia is probably one of the most you know, better, like enjoyable tennis players to watch on the women's circuit. She's got every shot. I, I remember watching her play at the um, at the French Open this year or last year. Sorry, and she played an epic match and she she hit winners and the whole crowd were going crazy. And then when 
the expectation the crowd got to her, she she, she completely bottled it really. And that's been a problem. She's never a good favourite. She's yeah. never been a good favourite. Um, but on always... a day, she's brilliant. She's brilliant. She is. I remember Andy Murray calling her future world number one years ago, and um, and she's never quite delivered on that. She had a real spell in the doldrums, and then was it a couple of years ago she suddenly came back and. She's and had now some she's... issues off the court as well. She's had some yes. mental health issues as well. And she, yeah. you know, it's always good to get with them players at the start of the year when they're feeling good about the game again. So hopefully she has a bit of an upswing in the next few months. Yeah. Absolutely. And starting this week in Adelaide, 12 would to be one. nice. <laughs> would be very, very nice to add to that profit. So a very, very small each way, only a half a unit each way at 12 to one. Caroline Garcia, she's in the top half of the draw. Um, and that starts 6.30 p.m. Uh, this evening, Eastern time in Adelaide. Now, just one thing before we leave, that's a WTA 500 event. So there's a bit more prize money and a bit more um, to play for for the players. And obviously that's an incentive for players to play a little bit better. And you would tend to find that the favourites will go a little bit stronger in a 500 event compared to a 250 event. And that is what we've got next up, a 250 event. Now, Rory, if you can solve the puzzle of this one, then I'd be, uh, I'd be very, very impressed because I'm looking at it and I'm, Whatever I, I'm scratching my head so much, whatever hair I've got is falling out at an alarming rate. Um, we're over in Hobart in the lovely New Zealand, and this match, this match is oh, Tasmania, Tasmania, oh, Tasmania. Oh, Tasmania. <laughs> it's another island, yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, uh, that way in, in <laughs> Australasia, whatever it is. Um, 6 p.m. Eastern time, these matches start so a half hour earlier than Adelaide. So you have the chance to get your picks on early this is where we uh, suggestions and get your bets down early head to the bet rivers website there's also a load of matches as well on there and obviously you can we, we've been putting some stuff out with sort of the bet uh, the betting insights betting angles sorry on the uh, the bet rivers youtube channel and also on our socials and to give you some picks and some suggestions for your match bets and if you do post any one of the bets that we suggest there or any bet on the matches on the wta or the atp tour you can watch the match live stream on your your tablet or your home computer as well. So make sure you check out the uh, the betting angles which are going out on our YouTube and also on our socials. Okay, moving along to Hobart. Um, you say it's going to be slow. You watched it, any action today? It's a lot slower than Adelaide. Um, what are the conditions like here before I go through the list of runners and riders? Yeah, it's chilly. Uh, it was 13 degrees Celsius today. So that's mid-50s Fahrenheit with a strong breeze. It was so cold, most of the women were wearing leggings. I mean, that's how unseasonably cold it was it will warm up as the week goes on and conditions will get slightly quicker but as i said i was, I was switching between Badosa pera and uh darius saville against uh, anna blinkova sort of changing channels and you could see the contrast between sort of smash bang on in adelaide and much more drawn out rallies in um in hobart and then even more so uh, for the later match which was uh Lin Zhu against Lucia Bronzetti, which I had a bit of a vested interest in, which I'll, I'll, I'll go into more detail later. But yeah, it's it's slow. And, and last year it play, played much the slowest of the Australian Open warm-up tournaments. Um, and it's proving to be the case again this year. Um, and and the, the big match today was Elise Mertens against Danielle Collins. Mertens, a two-time former winner against Collins, who she's always had injury issues and she's on the comeback trail surprisingly i think she was priced up as the favorite for this tournament um and now she's out um she went out in straight sets merton's winning fairly comfortably and these slower conditions definitely as i say she's won it twice before this tournament definitely in uh, the belgians favor 
And the Belgium is now the tournament favourite, and she's the number one seed. So that just shows you how bad quality the tournament is if <laughs> Elise Mertens is the favourite here. Uh, second favourite is Sophie Kennan. I mean, that sums it up in, in two words there. Um, let's have a look at the draw and look at the bracket. In the top half of the draw, we had that two-times champion and the tournament favourite, Mertens, as the number one seed. She should make the quarterfinal where she meets Krachifa. Uh, Krachifa, uh, I can never say that. Bavara Krachifa. Oh, yeah. I've got it. Gratchiva. 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 Uh, Lin Zhu is the third seed. And then we have Kenning. So that's the top half of the draw. In the bottom half of the draw, we have Bazokova, a Bazukova, whatever. And it's Wang. You love it when I go for these days. Wang, uh, Maria, <laughs> and Navarro. So that's, it's not really a, a tough tournament to win if someone hits a bit of form here it's, it's gonna it's gonna take not much to win at all and it's not much prize money it's a 250 event which means that a lot of people will just be using it as a warm-up event for the um for the australian open i know it's a chance to get a title under your belt but really i mean it's it's not the greatest one i mean heather watson's won this tournament before so that, the, the brits which shows you how much there is people really take for that lauren davis is defending champion as well so it's, it's anyone's sort of, and I find it really difficult. So I'm going to very all ears to find out what you think here. These are the odds. Mertens is four to one. Uh, Sophie Kenning is five to one. Bozokova is five fifty. Linju is nine dollars. Navarro is eleven. Wang is twelve. Sone Stevens at fourteen. Kajitova at sixteen. Roos sixteen. Soribas Tormo eighteen. Trevisan at twenty two, and twenty five to one. Some of the rags there down the bottom of the betting market. Um, I, I wouldn't really know where to start here. I think I would say that the top half was slightly tougher than the bottom half of the draw. So maybe some each way value in the, in the bottom half of the draw. But if you can predict who's going to get through that top half, you more than likely going to be on the, the, the tournament favorite when we get to the final stage, but over to you, Robbie, because I wouldn't have a clue where I'm starting this one. Yeah. I mean, Merton's faces Anna Carolina Schmiedlover next. And that, that won't be easy because Schmiedlover's pretty useful in slow conditions. We saw that by her run at Roland Garros. Um, that quarter does look tough. Um, next up for the winner of that would be either Arantxa Rus or Vivara Gracheva, who is useful. The bottom half, Emma Navarro's number two seed. I mentioned last week, she finished last year really well, winning a challenger in Charleston. She made the semis in Auckland before being well beaten by Coco Goff. Her first round opponent's Clara Burrell, who's the French woman who's someone I fancy to have a half-decent year, actually. Um, and then Saras, Sara Soribes Tormo would probably be her second round opponent. You mentioned Lauren Davis, the defending champion. She's injured. She had to miss miss the event. Um, she beat Elisabetta Cochiretto in the final. Uh, Cochiretto's uh, in the third quarter. Um, and in the fourth, uh, the second quarter, you've got Sophia Kenin, as you mentioned. She made the semis last year. Um, I actually backed back to, to win it last year and I was a bit annoyed that she got beaten in the semis, but She's seeded six. I actually had a bet on this last night because knowing Mertens and Collins were playing each other, well, that's one of your favourites out. Um, so I thought I'd had, and I had a dart at Lin Ju last night um, at plus 1,600. She's now plus 900. I thought, you know, she she won the tournament in Hua Huin in last year in Thailand, um, which was the slowest, the slowest conditions and the entire year, slower than even any of the clay court events. Um, she She's really good at just toughing it out from the back of the court. She's capable and quick of courts too. She beat Danielle Collins last week in Brisbane, and then she was demolished by Arena Sabalenka. It's no surprise or, or disgrace in that. Today, she had a bit of a scare in the first set. She saved two set points against Lucia Bronzetti. 
came back to win fairly comfortably in the end. Very open tournament, usual disclaimers about it being the last week for the slam and et cetera, et cetera. I thought she was massive at plus 1,600. I don't think she's a bet now at plus 900. I, I think she's too short now. Um, and looking at the draw and looking at the prices, uh, the player I like is uh, Sara Saribes Tormo, who's shown time and again that when it's, the conditions are slow, she's a very, very tough opponent. Yes, she's a bit of a pusher. You know, plays her best surface. She doesn't hit many winners. But she gets the ball back and she stays in rallies and, and she forces errors from her opponents. And when, when the conditions are slow, she's a player who can do a lot of damage. She's in the bottom quarter, which definitely looks the weakest. Um, Navarro in round two. I'm not sure Navarro would handle someone like Cerebes Tormo, who, as I say, just gets everything back, doesn't make unforced errors. Conditions will get slightly quicker as the week progresses, but they won't be fast by any stretch. Um, again, it's, it's small stakes, half point each way, but at plus 1800, Cerebes Tormo is my bet. So Cerebes Tormo at plus 1800, so 18 to 1. And obviously, Bet Rivers offer each way. The half, the odds one, two. So you get nine to one for three of the Spaniard to make the final. So if you don't understand how that works, half of your wager will be on her to win it and half of your wager will be on her to make the final. So when Rory says half a point each way, you have two separate wagers, uh, one to win it and one to make the final. So 18 to one and nine to one. And that goes alongside our pick of Garcia at 12 to one, who's also a half point each way. So we're getting six to one for the French lady to make the final there. So Garcia... And Soribas Tormo and um, Ling Zhu, just keep an eye on her, probably matches Rory rather than you can't take a nine to one. But if she gets to the final semi final, that's a decent price against a, a more sort of difficult opponent as far as the betting is concerned. Maybe have a little small bet on her in match bets. Yeah, absolutely. I think she showed today that I was impressed by her because she did struggle in the first set, but seemed to adjust to conditions quite well. I think it was four all in the first set, and then she. It was five all, and then she saved a set, a couple of set points. Won it seven one, seven five, and then won the second set six one. And Bronzetti just made a few more errors, and Lin Zhu just, you know, does what she does. She's quite, she's quite deceptive because she doesn't look like she's hitting the ball particularly hard, but she does produce winners. Um, she's got a good inside out forehand amongst other shots, and and she's going to be difficult in these conditions, I feel. But as I say, at the prices. I think Soribes Tormo's the one to back. Now, this is your show, the viewers' show. So uh, give us any questions, anything you want, any questions you want to ask. The Australian Open is coming very, very fast. So ask us any questions you want, any strategy. Happy to answer them for myself, for Rory, or for Sean. Uh, but the two, the crew's back, the band. We've got the band back together, and the schedule is going to be as this. So every Sunday, it'll be myself and Sean going through the ATP Tour tournament winner market on Game Bet Match. On Mondays, I'll join Rory to look at the WTA event on Game Bet. Uh, on sorry, on the WTA tennis, looking at the outright markets and tournament futures there. And on a Tuesday and Wednesday, back again with Sean looking at the best match bets on the ATP Tour. So four days a week, myself. Rory and Sean will be across the network. The network is the Betting Weekly Studios on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to keep across all that content. Ring that bell and we will notify you on every single time anything drops. Also subscribe to our 
not only our YouTube channel, but also our Instagram, follow us on our Instagram and also on our Twitter, where we share the handle at Because We Win. There's some fantastic stuff coming there. And obviously next week, the build-up to the Australian Open will be a couple of days earlier when the draw breaks, probably Friday or Saturday, giving the outright picks on the Australian Open. But traditionally, week on week, it's mon Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, where we'll be covering all the tennis action for you here on the Betting Weekly Studios. Um, before we go, Rory, um, we have to talk about the Australian Open, and you touched on it there. You mentioned that we may have a, a, a year where the top four sort of dominate, and it's certainly looking that way on the start of the year. I mean, we're looking at the records here. Uh, Shrontek went 5-0, and and she's on, a, like you said, an unbelievable run, um, winning run. Um, Rybakina has gone 5-0 and to start the year. Corey Goff has gone five and zero to start the year, and Sabalenka's four, and the only one she's got beaten against was one of those opponents, which but she was humiliated really by Rebecca going four and one. And it's not surprised that those four players dominate the Australian Open market, and they are pulling away from the pack. There's no doubt about it. Iga Swiatek is plus two twenty five to win the Australian Open. Rebecca is plus four seventy five. Sabalenka is five dollars. Coco Goff is seven dollars. Uh, Pegula is seventeen. Naomi Osaka twenty-five. Um, Kimwin Zhang is thirty. Onja Burr is thirty. Um, I mean, really, realistically, are we going to see that we saw upsets with Von Drusifer at Wimbledon? You, you've got to think that those top four are going to dominate all the majors this year. You would, you, you can see finals and semi-finals contesting those four because they are pulling away now at, at an alarming rate. Yeah, as I said, the only one I see sort of breaking into that is Naomi Osaka um, on her return. I say her comeback didn't last very long at Brisbane, but I think she showed enough. Uh, so she she went out to Pliskova in quick conditions. Pliskova was serving very very well. I think she showed enough to to warrant being a threat. Um, and that price of twenty five dollars wouldn't put me off either. But I, I think I, right now I don't think I'm going to wait to see I'm the not, draw. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I mean, she is a proven player, but she, you know, she went to Chris, she went through. Do you honestly think that she could go toe to toe with one of those four in a, in a, in a major? Uh, not at the start. She's, she's not going to be seeded either. She could, could no. have a tough run. That's why I want to wait for the draw because, you know, she could, she could end up with one of the big four in the first round and I wouldn't fancy her chances at all. Come the end of the tournament, come to the sort of quarter of semis, she might have a chance. She'd have more of a chance, but early on, you know, you, you just want to see her have some sort of looseners and, and get get going. Um, so yeah, she I I I I hope that her price sort of increases perhaps based on this week, and she gets an easy draw, easy first couple of matches to to get her into it. But no, right now as it stands, the top four are well clear. And if if I had to pick value out of the top four. It might well be Goff. That's exactly. Because... I was just about to come to that point. I was going to say to you, people say to you on these shows, oh, if you had a $10 free bet, well, $10 free bet, you're going to go for something at 50 or 60 because you, you want to try to be $10. Oh, I want it. But if you were given a $1,000 free bet or, or a $500 <laughs> free bet, what would you have that on? Yeah, I, I think out of those four, because the thing to, to, to also recognize is that, you know, especially looking at statistics from last season, the speeds, the Australian Open played very similar to the US Open and Goff won it. So there is no, I know last year, you know, the final was Rybakina, Sabalenka. Goff wasn't playing very well. Um, Sviontek 
I'd say Sviontek is a worthy favourite. She's improved her game on quick surfaces. She's got a bigger serve. She's slightly modified her action on her serve. She's more attacking. Uh, she looks a more complete player than she has done um, on quicker surfaces. So if she's going to win the Australian Open, I think this is going to be her year. Um, obviously, if it does play quick, which it still could, then Rybakina is a real threat. But if it doesn't play as quick, I mean, it's not going to play as quick as the tournaments we've just seen, you know, as Auckland or Brisbane or Adelaide. It's going to be quicker than Hobart, but it's not going to be as quick as the ones we've just seen. So I feel there's almost a little bit of recency bias. Yes, it's quick. These, these surfaces are quick. The Australian Open probably won't play as quick, and that really brings Coco Goff into the equation. I think she's a, at the moment, I think each way Goff to get plus 350, they're making the final almost the same kind of prices. Rebecca to win the tournament, I think, is definitely very I don't think there's much between the, the I think Srontek is the market leader and the, the best player in the world by by some distance, well, not some distance, by a distance. But I think yeah. the, the next three on their day, you never know with Rebecca what's she, what she going to turn up. She's so fragile. Whereas Goff now, I think she knows how to win a major. She's got a great management time. She's like I said last time we spoke. She's the highest paid sportswoman in the world. She's got an arrogance and a confidence around her as well. At the same time, on the court, she's arrogant, very confident player, and she's got a nation behind her. And she's, I think, she's going to go close. I think she's, at seven to one, she would be my bet. But uh, that is all to come. Let's solve the puzzle at Hobart first before we go on to... <laughs> oh, that's, hard. that's the hardest thing of the week. Um, thank you very much for watching. Uh, thank, keep your comments coming. Please uh, subscribe. Keep uh, keep liking the shows we're doing and keep comments. The, the more comments you give and the more interaction we have, the higher we hit on the algorithms and we can uh, keep uh, answering your questions and keep going up and getting those ratings high. We need to really push it up uh, in 2024. We want to really get those ratings up and we can do it with your help. So please uh, retweet this or, or send it out to your friends and let them know what you think. And obviously Rory's in form at the moment. So we make, we want to make the most of it because we, Long we, it we can, can change very quickly. <laughs> uh, Rory, uh, have a great day, my friend. Enjoy yourself. You I'm going to go and wrap up and go and make a snowman out in the garden <laughs> or be bombarded with snowballs by a load of school kids as they come home from school. Uh, anyway, take care. All the very best and good luck this week with all your bets. Take care. Back tomorrow with myself and Sean on Game Bet Match.